This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. All right, Governor Polis did his state of the state this week. He's got ideas. He's got bad ideas. He was, so he gets up there and he kind of highlights all the great accomplishments. Universal pre-K. By the way, please, for the love of God, get your children out of government-run schools. Do not put them in universal pre-K. These people are crazy, and you're like, let's just let them determine the values that our children will embrace. Please, out of the government-run system, you have school choice in this state. you got quality charter schools, charter schools affiliated with Hillsdale College. You have private options. Eventually, we'll get vouchers, and you can— uh, that'll open up a tremendous amount of opportunities. But so Governor Polis gets up there, universal pre-K, look at all the great marijuana, psychedelics. All right. Then he gets to trains. This, what is with the left in trains? You have to have no kids to like trains because you can't live a life with trains. You're not going to go to the grocery. I lived in Washington, D.C. You start to drive everywhere because you're not going to go to the grocery store load up on all of your groceries, then get on a train and go drop your kid, little Johnny, off at basketball practice and then go drop Susie off at ballet all while carrying your groceries around and do it on trains. I don't, I don't know why he's committed to this. So joining us on the show today is Representative Ron Weinberg. Uh, he represents House District 51, which is up near Loveland. So you're sitting there and let's talk trains because... The federal government's giving us like $60 billion. And the trains, no one's riding the trains anyways in Colorado. Do you drive down I-25 and see the light rail? No one's on it. Why are we building more trains, Representative? Well, this is this is great. In fact, in fact one of my favorite topics, because what, what do we have in California? We, we have a L.A. to Las Vegas, L.A. to San Francisco uh, that is over budget, not built. Uh, yeah, let's continue that. That uh, absolute nonsense, uh, crazy show. Additionally, you know, one thing that's even worse, if people know the history of cities, and especially Denver itself, Denver was built to be a, a transportation hub. And guess what? It didn't work. So what did they have to do? Use taxpayer dollars and money to rip out all the rails inside the streets and repave everything. So, yes, I, I'm, this, is, this is ridiculous. And, and walkable neighborhoods and all that other stuff. Listen, I get if you're 21 years old, living in Boulder, living downtown, walkable neighbor neighborhoods are fine. I get it. We, we're not trying to get rid of that. But if you have four kids like I do and most of my friends do, and you've got a million activities to do, Thank God you have a car because I'm not going to we I'm going to go from work to groceries to meal prep to kids activities all on a train. Give me a break. So, uh, yeah, Jared Polis pushing the train. The left always loves the train. But here's the other thing that uh, the irony that didn't I don't think they caught on to. OK, they want more housing and less cars. Right, so their solution to our housing problem, and the cost of housing is we're going to go build a lot more. And we live kind of out southeast of Denver, and there's thousands of homes going out there. But you're not going to provide trains for that. You, you, it's not you're going to build a subway to every neighborhood. This isn't New York City. 
So there's there's no real yeah, Jeff. What are it... you talking about? Of course they are. <laughs> what do you What do you mean that you, what you're saying doesn't make any sense? Of course they're going to provide a subway hub in every single apartment. In... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's seriously like we're, we're going to expand. We're going to we're going to build houses all the way to Kansas, so you have affordable housing. But uh, we want you to drive less. You, you know, Dennis Prager would always say if they thought through consequences, they'd be conservatives. But in this case. You don't get that. All right, so let's pivot a little bit, Representative Ron Weinberg. What is what is the state legislature going to do on homelessness? Oh, you know, they're going to fix it, is from what I heard. <laughs> what what does that even mean? I, they're going to buy out the embassy suites in Denver like Mayor Johnson is doing and uh, subsidize illegal immigration with taxpayer dollar? Uh, yeah, that's, that's the solution, is from what I'm understanding. So... They're definitely going to fix it, Jeff. So you're, you're you're speaking with a lot of irony here, but your prediction as a state representative is that uh, homelessness and illegal immigration are still going to be problems at the end of this legislative session. How could it not be problems? I'm, I, you know, I, I wake up in the morning and to my detriment and to my mental insanity is watching the news, Fox 31, right? And I just I just learned the other day that they're they're from what I heard from the news media, which again, anyways, fifteen uh, percent of Denver now has to be cut uh, fundamentally fiscally because of all of the costs being incurred by resource allocation to illegal immigration and homelessness in in the city of Denver. I I do not think they can spend their way out of this, and and I, I'm I'm critical of Mike Johnston's approach with kind of just rehousing people. So I, I studied homelessness in grad school, took a whole, spent a whole class on it, worked, uh, volunteered at a homeless shelter in Los Angeles, okay? So here's the pathway on homelessness. If if you were homeless in, 50, in the 1950s or 60s, you got what was called a hot in a cot, right? It, it was a general sense that you were just down on your luck for a short period of time. We're gonna provide a cot for you, we're going to provide a hot meal and a hot shower, and you are going to go to work when you wake up. Now, and you see it from uh, Mike Kaufman, and Mike talks about this regularly, the mayor of Aurora, when he went and actually lived with the homeless in the state of Colorado. It's a drug addiction issue. It's a lifestyle choice for some people, a good portion of them, not everybody. Some people just, some people are really down on their luck and need some help. But for many of them, it's a drug addiction issue and a lifestyle choice. And I don't know how providing embassy suites with no drug testing, no requirement that you get off and out of your addiction, is going to solve that problem. I just don't know. Representative Weinberg, I mean, you think they can spend their way out of this? No. And, and it's going to come to fruition pretty quickly that um, the backs of the taxpayer and the backs of constituents of these people are, are going to be infected with a, a ludicrous socialist attitude that doesn't that is un-American. And mm. it's exactly what you said. The difference is it's not a cot in a shot. It's a, oh, a cot and here's a check every month. Yep, and no no requirement to change your lifestyle or try to get out of it. So we have to pay for it. We subsidize it, and I think that's a problem. I don't think that's right. I don't think it's biblical. 
I don't think that's what God calls us to when we talk about serving the poor is to just maintain an addiction to a drug. And there's plenty of good organizations. Step Denver, by the way, fantastic organization, actually helping guys get out of poverty and addiction. All right, let's talk about guns. What are we going to see from the state capitol on guns, Representative Weinberg? Uh, you know what? There's already a bunch of ludicrous coming already down the pipe, us uh, forcing churches to not allow concealed carry, uh, which which is one of them. That I'll I'll give a big shout out to to RMGO. I mean, they are they're at the forefront of that fight, and they're and they're winning. In case anybody was wondering, and I think the other one is they're going to set precedence for longer waiting periods. We're at three days now. Uh, that took effect a couple months ago from the last legislation. Uh, I've heard that they're going to go up to 10 days. It's, it's, yeah, there's no shortage of these, of these violations of the Constitution. I want to go back to, I had not heard of that, concealed carry in churches. Concealed carry in churches could end. Really? Yes, they're roping it into, I'm not an expert on the subject matter just yet, so forgive me on my ignorance on the on the the five words, but yes, it's they're, they're going off to religious institutions, uh, having the ability to allow firearms within the, the boundaries. Unbelievable. And we have a history in Colorado. I, this was maybe before your time, but there was a shooting at New Life, which was a church down in Colorado Springs, and it was well-armed security within the church that stopped that. And so uh, these churches need to have safety and, and protection. I can't believe that. And I know this stuff's coming at you very quickly. They basically introduced like 86 bills or something the very first day. Everyone scrambling to try to figure out what this is going to look like. But this is what happens down there, guys. They are driven by special interests. That is where the energy comes from. The priority, constituents, the Constitution, none of that's there. This isn't about the people of Colorado at all. This is about fulfilling promises made to special interest groups, oftentimes based in San Francisco, New York City, that are actually writing the checks to get these people elected. It is incredibly frustrating for those of us that want to hand a state to our children that's better than the one that we received. So uh, you're going to have issues around guns. Illegal immigration, homelessness, real no efforts to address those. How about safety? Are they going to take crime on at all, Representative Weinberg, down there? Well, well, that's that's the funny part. Back to the, the state of the state, right, with, with the governor. Um, he was stating that the the crime for what's it, the theft of vehicles, which we lead the country in, is now down 27%. And he, he, he listed all these numbers and and it was funny, I turned to my colleague, uh, Representative Winner from down south Trinidad, and I asked him, I'm like, so wait a second, uh, consequences for crime actually actually fix the problem? That's kind of strange. <laughs> it doesn't seem like rocket science. And I've, I've said this about the city of Denver, too. You're going to have one of two people. By the university law of dynamics, they will not occupy the same space. You will either have drug users and dealers or families. That's it. It's the same thing with crime, too. You're either going to allow criminals to freely operate or you're going to allow law-abiding citizens to freely operate. They will not occupy the same space. All right, we're talking with Representative Ron Weinberg on the Frontier Freedom Hour. We're up against a commercial break. When we come back, I'm going to ask him this question. What did he like 
from the governor's state of the state this week. We'll be right back after these messages.